Welcome to Grad School, the Bruce Gradkowski Podcast. Upping your football knowledge. Class is now in session. session. Wow. I don't even know where to start. And I'm talking about the Monday Night Football game. Man, that was epic. That was the game of the century. I felt like I was watching a Super Bowl. That game was better than a Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Kansas City with 546 total yards of offense. The Rams, 455 total yards of offense. Kansas City first downs, 27. Rams, 29. It was insane. It was just a backyard brawl, street fight, going at it all game long. It did not disappoint one bit. The Rams end up pulling it out, 54-51. to What a fantastic game. It just kept going back and forth. Goff, 31 of 49, 413 yards, four touchdowns. The guy played magnificent. What was impressive about his stats as well is no interceptions. That was unbelievable. And that was the difference of the game. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, 33 of 46, 478 yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. This game was unbelievable. I, You know, it just kind of, they went back and forth all game long. I mean, shoot, we were almost at the 60-point total uh, where the line was in the third quarter, even possibly before halftime almost. But I'll just tell you, watching these young quarterbacks go at it, these head coaches with Andy Reid, you know, you give Andy Reid a ton of credit. You know, he's been around the game so long, but he continues to evolve. He watches what's new, what's fresh. You know what's impressive, too? He takes his quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. He adopts stuff from college to implement into the Kansas City Chiefs offense that Mahomes is comfortable with. The RPOs, the way they're chucking the ball downfield, the motions, the screen passes, the, the shifts, the reverses, everything they do to get everyone involved is so impressive. Then you have McVay on the other side of the ball that is the same offensive scientist where he's just dialing stuff up in the lab. The same thing with shifts and motions. They, they're getting chunks downfield. How quickly both these offenses can score and move the ball down the field is just unbelievable to watch. And I'll tell you what, though, this – uh, Samson Abukum was my player of the game. The guy has two touchdowns. He has a fumble scoop and score. He has an interception. He has the big hit at the end of the game on Mahomes that Mahomes can't follow through the, through the throw, and Marcus Peters intercepts it. Of course, what a uh, unbelievable ending for Marcus Peters, who was a Kansas City Chief at one point. It was just, um, it, it was a game that we expected to be good, and I still think it blew everyone out of the water. It was just unbelievable how they just went back and forth all game long. Um, you know, third down efficiency, the Chiefs were 5 of 10, and the Rams were 5 of 14. Um, these guys just uh, went at it all day long. The biggest thing, um, you know, the Chiefs had five turnovers. The Rams had two. 
And, you know, the Rams both fumbles. Um, Mahomes fumbled in through a couple picks. So himself, he turned the ball over a bunch. But, he, you know, that's the only way, honestly, you're going to beat the Chiefs is the Chiefs beating themselves. And that's what happened uh, Monday Night Football. That's what happened. The Chiefs beat themselves with turnovers. And you look at it at the end of the game, they still have a, have the ball with the chance to go down the field. And a minute some left in the ball game is not that much time for that Chiefs offense. So it was just a, an unbelievable game to watch. I mean, shoot, Mahomes gets sacked by Bukum and it gets picked. It's, the ball still goes, you know, 35 yards downfield, and, and I couldn't chuck it if my life depended on it right now. 30 yards downfield, but I want to take a listen uh, to Goff's interview after the Monday Night Football game. Four quarters of just craziness and whole first half, whole second half, uh, you know, crazy game, but uh, happy we came out on top. Our guys described it as a back and forth brawl. Did it feel like that? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Patrick's a great quarterback, and, and we knew that we were going to have to put a lot of points to keep up with him and um you know i told him it felt like texas tech and cal just kind of moving the ball down the field back and forth and uh it was a lot of fun take me through the game winning drive when you took the field after everything that had gone on in the game you took the field and you were behind what was your mindset yeah i felt confident you know we, we scored as many points as we did for a reason and um felt good you know we had, we had a good plan going into that and uh felt a good place the week that you guys have had, the last 10 days, really, the shootings in Thousand Oaks, the wildfires, evacuating your homes, going to Colorado Springs, not going to Mexico City, staying in Colorado Springs, coming back here to be here for your community. Just what has all of that been like, and how has it impacted this football team? It's been a long two weeks. A uh, long two weeks. I've slept in my bed once, I think. Um, I know a lot of us are in that same boat. Uh, feel for everyone who's you know, lost their homes and everyone who's mourning the deaths from the shooting and it just it puts a lot of things in perspective like I talked about and um, you know right now we're playing a football game and, and won a game that hopefully brings joy to the community that needs it. You heard it there from Jared Goff. I mean that that community right now in California with the wildfires and the Thousand Oaks shooting they're going through a lot right now and the Rams gave out a lot of tech tickets for this game to get everyone in the community involved that stadium was packed. I mean, it definitely was the most packed it's been. Those L.A. fans, I don't think, have been going there as much. And it was insane. I'm sure a ton of Chiefs fans uh, traveled to it as as well. What an outstanding atmosphere. Um, but, you know, I, I played with Andrew Whitworth worth in Cincinnati, and he donated his game check to the, to the Thousand Oaks um, shooting. To, to everyone involved in that. And uh, what what a guy. I mean, what, what the Rams players are doing out in the community. You heard Goff. I mean, he only probably spent one night in his bed the last few weeks. And it's happening to Aaron Donald as well. You know, these guys, yes, we could say they make a lot of money and they have it, but they're going through situations as well that's it's bigger than money you know and it's bigger than football it's off the field and I know the community out there in LA is going through it as well and you know it's really cool that we could celebrate this what a game we watched but hopefully it just 
you know, really sparks that community and gives them a, a positive light uh, going forward and something to cheer on, you know, tonight uh, after that game. And, um, you know, wow. You know, and Goff couldn't have said it better. And, you know, getting back to this game, though, is is the things I saw in this game, you know, Mahomes, and we continue to be impressed by his athleticism, by his arm talent. The thing that impresses me is the way he's he can throw, um, make some of these unorthodox throws with his body, the way his body is twisted, and yet he can still get the ball out of his hands as he's sprinting super hard to his left. He still can twist his hips and even throw off the wrong foot and jump kind of to pass it. It's unbelievable. And it's just, you know, some of these play, the way he's getting the ball downfield, the zip on the football, the touch, the deep ball, the athleticism out of the pocket to run for first downs. It's just so cool to watch. And then Goff, I'll tell you what, I really did not think he would be able um, to take it down at the end of the game. I'm telling you that. I did not have uh, confidence at the end there, that he was going to take it down um, to score. You know, after the Chiefs touchdown and uh, Kansas City was up 51-47, I'll tell you what, I didn't have confidence that Goff was going to go down, and he continues to impress. impress. He's making throws with his arms, arm that is in rhythm, but also throws that are outside of normal rhythm type throws now on that last drive to go score the touchdown he was hitting out routes that were super accurate his guy his receivers were making tremendous plays but then he's throwing deep balls downfield and he's just dropping it right in the bucket I mean it's just like in practice when you're dropping it down the bucket down the sideline and you know you we practice all the time you take a three-step drop and you try to drop it in the can, in the garbage can. You have it set up. And that's what he was doing in the game. And Goff, to me, just really impressed me. I mean, he kept – both the young quarterbacks kept coming back and forth. And I'll tell you what, the defense made plays when they had to. Justin Houston beating with Whitworth off the edge for a huge strip sack. And Bailey takes it in for the touchdown. And, and you know, I go back to the Rams. And Samson – uh, Abukum with two touchdowns. I mean, these guys made plays when they had to. And look, we knew these offenses were going to score how they score. That's just what they do. And it was just unbelievable to watch and witness. 54-51, the Rams pull it out. I just think these coaches with McVay and Andy Reid, and I said it before, Andy Reid adopting to the times where we're at right now. And he's incorporating different types type of stuff into his offense that's making this thing roll and the Rams with Sean McVay that guy is a forward thinker this guy is unbelievable the way his tempo is he switches it up from no huddle huddle speed break no huddle snap it right away get lined up uh, breaking the huddle shift motion boom snap the play quick game screens dropping shots downfield 18 to 18 to 20 yards you know, those play-action type passes. It's just very impressive how these offenses continue to switch it up. And, and Kansas City's that high-motor, spread them out, motion, quick, boom, 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 and also can drop dimes downfield. And then they got the running game with Kareem Hunt. 
the Rams, they have it both as well. But I think um, it, it's just um, – it was just impressive to watch. It, it, it truly was. Uh, I'm flabbergasted right now. I think that was the game of the century. That shit was epic. That was unbelievable. And someone asked me on Twitter, and I love your feedback on Twitter, so continue to bring in your responses, questions, and soon I'll get guests on the show uh, for questions. But he asked me, who would I rather play for, Andy Reid or Sean McVay? And that is an absolutely tough question to answer because I'd love to play for both of them. But to give you the simple answer, I would like to play for Sean McVay. And I'll tell you why. The guy just orchestrates that offense. He dials it up. The motions, the shifts, the timing, the rhythm, the protection, the screens, the run game, it all works together. You know, Kansas City and Andy Reid, he does a great job, but Mahomes is unbelievably gifted. That dude is a freak. He's the type of guy that's going to make any team better if he's on. And nothing against Goff, but Goff is, I'm not going to say a product of the system because he's proven it to me not only in that Monday Night Football game, but throughout the course of this year, that he's making plays that aren't just easy plays to be made. And he's doing that this year. And that's what's very impressive. And this game impressed me is how he put an exclamation point on this game. He put a game-winning drive together when I thought the Chiefs were just too much to handle, and he went down and scored. Now, I say that. But last week with Bruce Murray on NFL Radio, I said the Rams would win. Now, I also said the Rams would win by two touchdowns. And I also said it'd be under the under, under the over, I meant. But I was just throwing it out there because everyone was going over the over, of course, with these offenses. But what a game. It broke Monday Night Football records with most points in a game. And this was just super impressive. So I want to take a listen to uh, – Coach McVay, real quick. Uh, what a great football game tonight in terms of just the competitive nature of the game. Uh, guys responding back and forth, all three phases, special teams, offense, defense. You have so much respect for Coach Reed and the Chiefs. You see why they're one of the best teams in football. Uh, but I thought our guys did an outstanding job together uh, tonight, just sticking together, uh, staying connected, not letting the circumstances dictate the way that we responded, and uh, finding a way to get a big win, and, and it'll certainly make our bye a little bit more enjoyable, and then we'll come back ready to go for the last stretch of the season. And he said it there. I mean, it's unbelievable. What a game. you got to give credit to Andy Reid and, and the Kansas City Chiefs. It was just a straight brawl like Mike Tyson uh, back in the day, throwing haymakers, freaking knocking dudes out, and they just kept getting back up. And both these teams were going back at it nonstop. It was awesome to watch. Now, I want to switch real quick because I want to hit on the Steeler game. I thought that game was ugly at the beginning. I thought, guys, um, you know, I, I thought the Steelers offensively couldn't do much. The success the Steelers had previously uh, on the Jaguars in the playoffs last year, even though they lost, was on um, unorthodox, unorthodox type plays with Ben making plays. It wasn't like just drawn up executing the offense type plays. It was A.B. and Ben making plays on their own, Ben dropping dimes, A.B. AB scrambling around a little bit, and Ben creating. And early on in the football game, the Steelers couldn't get into a rhythm. 
I'll tell you what, Jalen Ramsey made some unbelievable plays on those interceptions, okay? He comes over the top. He plays two. The Steelers have a, a two-receiver side. They have Switzer outside, A.B. inside. Switzer runs just like uh, not even a one-yard hitch route. And then A.B.'s running a seam bender. And Ramsey's playing both. And he's able with no threat outside to overlap on A.B. And makes a fantastic play going over top of him and intercepting it. And then down in the red zone later on, same thing. Ben's trying to throw A.B., a post in the end zone. Looks like a very accurate football. Jalen Ramsey, just too big. It's hard to get off of him because he's a big, rangy corner. And he goes up and just, boom, mosses it. Makes a terrific play. Now, where I give the Steelers a ton of credit, man, is they continue to just keep playing. And that's what they do. It does. It really does not matter what the score is, how the game's going, they continue to stay in it, and they continue to just keep fighting. And I want to listen to Ben as he talks about uh, their resilience. It shows our resilience, our toughness, our never-quit attitude um, to fight no matter what. I mean, this is one of those games our offense looked we look terrible, and it's that's on me. I'm, I'm the I'm the quarterback, so it's my fault that we look so bad. Our defense stepped up huge for us, um, but you know it's 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 like I kept hearing from the defensive guys on the last drive, the last couple of series, like, all right, Ben, you got this. This is what you you know they they never stop believing in us, and so uh, you know we we believe in them. Like I said, we thank them for the way they played, and so I, I hope that uh, if we get in a situation again. It, it, towards the end of the season where one of us isn't playing well, we can show that, hey, remember that game in Jacksonville when it didn't look good till the last eight seconds, but we found a way. So hopefully uh, we can use this. And you heard Ben right there. I mean, I think this will help them down the line, but that's a credit to that team and that locker room of how they come together, but also believe in each other. Look, Ben's been there many of times. So they don't flinch on that sideline. And that's one thing I compliment Tomlin on. He continues to play the game. He's not going to get all emotional about Ben throwing interceptions. And Ben said it on his interview. Look, he doesn't get pissed about his interceptions uh, because of his stats. He gets pissed because he feels like he's letting the team down. And I think he knows that. He knew he wasn't playing his best game early on that football game. But at the end of the day, all you want to do is be in position uh, to win at the end of it. And, uh, and that's what he did. I mean, that's what they did. And and that's, what's, uh, been so impressive, uh, with the Steelers is they continue to just find ways to win. You know, Ben did not start off strong, but he finished strong. He was 27 of 47, 314 yards, two touchdowns and three interceptions. Look, he wishes he could take those back. But you can. There's some great plays by Jalen Ramsey out there. Um, plays that Ben would want to take back. I think Connor, you know, Connor, this was a great game for him. This is a great game for him to learn. Because, look, you're not going to play perfect in the NFL. Things are going to happen. You're going to have, uh, you know, drop balls. You're going to have games where you're only rushing for 25 yards like he did against the Jaguars. That's a good defense they faced. And you know what? Give the Steelers defense a ton of credit. Uh, they had a bunch of sacks on the day. I think they had like six sacks on the day on Bortles. And, and Hargrave with, with uh, you know, a couple sacks himself. It was just, uh, 
it was an impressive day um, by the Steelers' defense. Uh, Blake Bortles, 10 to 1,804 yards. Makes me want to come out of retirement. Leonard Fournette, 28 carries, 95 yards in the touchdown. I just think, you know, the Steelers, um, they find a way. They find a way to win at the end of the day, and that's what was impressive. I mean, it, the Steelers were 3 of 11 on third down. That's terrible. And uh, Jaguars, 6 of 18 on third down. The thing that matters, though, is the score at the end of the end of the day. The Steelers have um, three turnovers. The Jaguars have one. You know, if you play a game like that, you shouldn't win. But the Steelers have different type dudes on their team with Juju, A.B., Connor, Ben on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, Cam Hayward and those guys on the defensive side of the ball making plays uh, with T.J. Watt, you know, it's just finding a way to win. And right now, um, the Steelers found a way to win. They found a way to pull it out. They're 7-2 and two right now in 7-2-1. and one. They're ahead in the division by a couple games. And, you know, they're controlling their own destiny. And they have a chance with the way their schedule looks the rest of the year to play the Patriots, to play the Chargers, to have a chance to get that uh, number two seed. So it's going to be exciting to watch and keep an eye on. You know, the Patriots, they're holding strong in their division, 7-3. and three. Um, The Texans, man, the Texans starting 0-3 and, and then rattling seven straight. That's unbelievable. You know what I'm loving to see, though, right now is the way Andrew Luck is playing. That guy is just, it's awesome to watch. And a little news, other news around the league, you know, with the Bengals hiring Hugh Jackson. I don't know if that uh, seemed to work out so well. Uh, I thought he'd bring more against the Ravens, and they get beat with the rookie QB and Lamar Jackson, and the dude played well. Lamar Jackson rushing for over 100 yards, throwing for over 100. You know, he played winning football, and that's kind of what you have to do. The Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they, they dropped one tonight, but they're still ahead in their division, and that's why it was so important for the Chargers to uh, try to pull out the game this past weekend. And um, and they didn't, you know, because then they would have been closer and having a chance at their division. But the Chargers lose to Denver last minute, last second field goal. You know why? Because the Denver Broncos signed Geno Gradkowski last week, and Geno Gradkowski is on the field goal unit, and they kicked the game winner, and Big Geno had a big block. I'll tell you what, but Andrew Luck, man, five consecutive games. Without getting sacked, big credit to his offense line. Credit to Andrew Luck getting the ball out of his hands. And credit to that offensive staff of what they're doing with Luck and keeping him healthy. Saints, most consistent team out there. They're just playing just unbelievable right now. Uh, the Giants and Eli Manning with a huge win. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who knows? That's a shit show the way they're handling that quarterback situation. Uh, those guys just have to protect the football. The Cowboys find a way to pull it out against the Falcons. That's a huge win. The Lions beating Carolina uh, was unbelievable. Houston Texans, like we talked about, rattling a seventh straight. Tough blow for the Redskins. Losing Alex Smith. I pray for him that he's okay. He can bounce back from that. Uh, but I think it's Colt McCoy's turn. I'll tell you what, Col- Colt McCoy is going to play well. I think he's going to even be a better option than Alex Smith was. And I hope Alex Smith gets healthy 
But I'm just saying, I, I like Colt McCoy. I think he'll be a little more aggressive. The Raiders, the Raiders pull one out. They're hugging in the stands after losing five straight. Talked about the Saints just rolling over the Eagles. And the Bears, the Bears are for real. And Mitchell Trubisky, you know, he didn't have his best game. But the Bears defense, man, they just, this this team's for real. You know, I think this team is for real. Um, but, and that's what I was waiting for them to see. You know, see see if they could pull out a big one, and they did. So, a um, lot of good stuff. Seattle with a huge win against Green Bay. Green Bay, everyone's, everyone wants them to implode. It looks like it's going to be tough for them to try to make the playoffs, but they're never out. They're not out yet. So, um, and, and everyone's calling from McCarthy's head that he's out of there. A lot of good stuff to keep an eye on. I, I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Please eat a lot, a lot to be thankful for. God bless your families, and you guys have a great week. And thanks for tuning in to Grad School. Talk to you next week. Tune on NFL Sirius XM, and um, I'll talk to you guys soon.